What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If you're new to the channel here, my name is Brandon. As always, we do have our investing academy. It's that first link down in the description below. Today's video, we are going over three stocks that I'm really liking right now. Three stocks that I'm looking at during this stock market crash. I know there's a lot of people right now that are saying now's not the time to buy stocks and this is gonna get a lot uglier and a whole lot worse. And maybe that is the case, we don't know. But for me as an investor, I personally really like these times. I like it when the market comes down. Are we at the bottom? I don't know, but I'm an investor that's gonna keep buying on the way down. I'm gonna to try to identify stocks that I like, that I think are good quality holds for the long run. And whether we're at the bottom or whether we got more to go, I'm gonna buy them at times that I'm liking. We actually just inserted, we injected a little extra cash into our portfolios this past week. So for the Quest Trade portfolio and the Wealth Simple portfolio, which we're building live on the channel for you guys, we just did a little cash insertion, only two grand in each of the various portfolios, but we're actually taking outside money and just putting it in. If that's something that maybe you have uh, access to, if you're somebody that has some extra cash on the side, may not be a bad idea to kind of inject that into the portfolio to maybe pick up on some of these opportunities that we may be seeing. But hey, let's get on into the video today, guys. If you enjoy, give this a thumbs up. And I will say thank you to Neo, Neo Financial for sponsoring today's video, but we will talk a little bit more on that later. Let's get started here with stock number one, and it is none other than Alphabet, also known as Google, ticker G-O-O-G. This would have to be, in my opinion, my favorite FANG stock all around at the moment right now. Shares are down about 25% off highs. Taking a look right into their first quarter results, which were released in April, I thought it was a pretty good earnings report. Revenues were up 23% to $68 billion in the quarter. This technically was a miss if you want to look at it <clears throat> in terms of guidance, in terms of earnings. In particular, one area that has been a real standout in the negative way is that their YouTube revenue, so YouTube earnings, have been down for the company Google. They did come in short of expectations of about a billion dollars. I think that this is relatively understandable given just the environment of our world. And there are a lot of companies right now that are just flat out struggling and kind of cutting down their advertising dollars. The reality is whether we like it or not, there is a lot of traffic that is being diverted over to a platform like TikTok. And I think that is impacting the numbers. I notice it here as a YouTube channel, like as a YouTuber, all the numbers are down. And again, it's just to me a big factor. It's a big, uh, it's a big mix of things, right? You have our economy kind of being a little bit wishy-washy. You got TikTok blowing up. A lot of advertisers are honestly just trying their luck over on those platforms. And from what I understand, seeing a lot of good success. Is that something that I'm worried about in the long term? Like, is this the end of YouTube? I don't think I'd go that far. Um, and basically, you know, I don't want to overreact to that. At the end of the day, this is one of many of Google segments. And in general, the company is still performing very well, whether that be cloud, whether that be continuing to dominate search. I don't see this changing anytime soon. Company is sitting on a bunch of cash to continue innovating. And what I personally really like is that during the last quarter, they did of course announce a $70 billion buyback program. They authorized that. I love to see that. And now of course the shares are dropping lower and lower. This to me is an even bigger benefit. Google is a stock that for those not familiar, will be going through a stock split. This would be effective July 1st, a 20 for one stock split. A reminder to you guys is that if Google price is too high prior to that stock split date, you always have the option of going in and buying the CDR. The ticker that you'd be looking at here is GOOG.NE. It's trading for just under $20. And I've done a video actually entirely on CDRs. If you haven't already seen that or not familiar with how they work, I'll link that up for you guys so that you can go check it out. I was just taking a look at some of the numbers amongst the FANG stocks, and I'm kind of getting Netflix out of this bunch now. I don't really want to call Netflix a FANG stock anymore. 
Clearly, they have all taken a hit, but on the bottom part of this page that you're looking at, on a forward PE basis, Google has been looking attractive to me going back actually a number of months as I've been adding. And even today, I still think they look attractive really other than Facebook. That's the only other more attractive one. However, Facebook does have their fair share of issues. Google, I think, is the best all-around company. And in summary, why I like Google as a core position in my portfolio, I believe that Google has established itself as a company that is constantly going to be innovating. I also like the fact that they have a strong narrative behind them. What I mean by that is that when I think of some of the other fangs, like a Facebook, obviously, as well as Amazon, you have a bunch of naysayers. There's a bunch of people that these tribes that just hate these companies and they're trying to bring them down for sometimes a good reason. And like I said, especially Facebook, but Google is a company that I think has done an amazing job of just building a good community around it. They have great leadership. They have a great culture. Obviously nobody's perfect, but in my opinion, they are poised for success. I think that it's a great addition to the portfolio right now. Today, again, trading at $2,186. You could wait for the split, but again, who knows what will happen in a few months time. This is a stock that I'm liking and that I've been personally adding to my own portfolio. Moving on into our second stock for today's video, we are bouncing to the Canadian market for you guys. We got a Canadian dividend selection and it is none other than Manulife Financial, ticker MFC.TO. This is really switching gears from a Google because this is a stock that I think you could look at if you are somebody that is looking for dividend income. As we can see, the starting yield today is very attractive at 5.88%. The shares have honestly held up quite well given the broader market downturn. I wouldn't be buying the stock as so much for capital appreciation. As you can kind of tell, it's basically traded in a band in a sideways range for pretty much a decade. But the yield, the dividend, the increases as we'll look at in a moment is really what it's all about with this company. Manulife is of course one of our big insurance players here in the Canadian market. This is a company that should in theory benefit from these higher interest rates that we're seeing in our economy. We talk about this all the time. They can then take their big pools of money and all this cash and investments that they have that are in very safe and secure investments. They can earn higher, higher yields and that should impact the bottom line. Let's dive on into the dividend. That's probably what you're looking for if you're investing in a company like Manulife. They pay a dividend of 33 cents Canadian per quarter. And last year, they increased the dividend by 18%. This was after the ban was lifted. For those of you that do remember during the COVID pandemic, they had some restrictions on dividends. Whether they're going to increase it that much this year, maybe not at 18%, but I'm very certain that they will continue to increase dividends. In fact, if we look at it, uh, their five-year average is somewhere along the lines of 10%. To me, I'd love to see somewhere in between that. And with a payout ratio of only 36% and a history of increasing year in, year out, I believe that we can see something fair in that range. It's a very, very reliable dividend payer. If you want to be a little more technical about it, as I'm posting this video, the stock does go ex-dividend in a couple of days, depending on where you're watching that. So if you do care, could be a timely one. I've also actually done a video on the ex-dividend date for those that aren't familiar with how that works. I will link that one up for you as well. Really good video if you're not familiar with these various dividend dates and what that means for you as an investor. But at the end of the day, I know this is a simple, boring stock, but it is a reliable one right here in the Canadian market. It's one that I've been adding to and one that I'm gonna continue adding to to just continue building up my dividend income. I love it with the really nice starting yield of 5.88%. That's Manulife trading for $22.43. Now, before we move on into our third and final stock for the video, which you are gonna to wanna to stick around for, it's definitely the most interesting and controversial on this list. I do wanna say thank you to Neo Financial for sponsoring today's video. Neo is a new sponsor on the channel. Neo is a digital alternative to the major financial institutions in Canada, created by the founders of Skip the Dishes, offering a wide variety of products. I actually just got my hands 
very recently on my Neil Cashback MasterCard. This card has no monthly fees, no annual fees. It looks beautiful. And on my Instagram, I did a little unboxing. I really like the packaging. In fact, signing up for this card was so easy. I actually found it very fun to sign up. You know, I hate signing up for credit cards. Typically when you're at the bank and you gotta sign all these paper papers, but um, this was fun. All digital, all online, all seamless. And what's great is that when you do sign up, you do get access right away to your digital card. You can put that straight onto your wallet, like your iPhone wallet. You can start using that at different vendors. And this came like literally within two weeks, right in the mail. If you're looking for a good cashback credit card, you can get an average of 5% cash back on over 7,000 Neo partners across Canada. I'm talking here vendors like Walmart, Earl's, Canadian Tire, Petro Canada, just to name a few, there's also many more. This card is available to everybody here in Canada, including people in Quebec. I know we have a lot of Quebec viewers and oftentimes when we're talking about stuff, it's just not available in Quebec for whatever reason. This card is available in Quebec. So shout out to those Quebec folks, you're not being left alone. If you are interested in signing up for the Neo Cashback credit card, you can receive a $50 credit as well as 15% cashback on your first purchase by using my link down in the description below. I'm thankful that they are sponsoring today's video. And again, you got a super beautiful card right here, the Neo Cashback MasterCard. Click the link down in the description below to check it out. Now getting on into our third and final pick for today's video, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this one down in the comment section below. By the way, if you have been enjoying this video, don't forget to leave a thumbs up. That helps the channel out so, so much. But our third pick is the Boeing company, ticker BA, currently trading today at $120 USD. And I know that there are a lot of people against Boeing stock and Boeing company. They've earned themselves a pretty bad rep over the previous year. But when I look at the stock, I do think it is looking very cheap. And Boeing, of course, as we all know, is the producer of the most popular commercial airplanes that we're gonna see out there. We've all flown on a Boeing airplane at some point in life, maybe. They're also very big in the space arena. In more current events, they just successfully sent their Starliner spacecraft into orbit. I think actually a lot of you guys would be surprised to know that when you look at the revenue breakdown for Boeing, their largest division is not actually commercial planes, what they are often known for, it is their defense, space, and security segment. And I think that this is a very clear case of a stock that is in a very depressed state. The shares are trading at a cheap price, if you at least ask me, but for some very, very, very good reasons. And we could talk about a whole bunch of them, but management, the management at Boeing has really not done too good recently. There's been various scandals over the years. They have this culture now. They're known for being a company that's deceptive and kind of shoving things under the rug. I personally believe that they may need a revamp in leadership. And for a lot of people, that may be a reason in itself to avoid the stock. Like if you don't support the company, if you don't trust the management team, that's a box that in many cases you would want to take off for an investment that you would want to own. That said, this is one of those weird ones where you may want to weigh the price that you're paying relative to everything that's going on. For me, I actually do tend to get drawn into these types of situations where you see a very, very depressed share price. And if the company is able to turn around, well, you scooped up some shares at a very, very cheap price. And why I say that, to me, this numbers is just very fascinating. We look today at Boeing with a market cap of 71 billion. Okay, this is what the company's valued at. They have a commercial plane backlog. So just their commercial planes backlog of orders that they have to fill over the coming years. This is valued alone at 291 billion. This company has a price to sales or price to revenue multiple 
essentially of one, right? What this is telling us is that the amount of revenue, the amount of sales that this company does in one year, that's where the company's valued at today. And again, it's just a couple of things kind of piecing together like, yeah, this stock does look, in my opinion, quite cheap. Let's not forget that Boeing in and of itself essentially is operating as a duopoly, right? There is competition. They do have one other major competitor, but at the end of the day, they've kind of got a pretty strong foothold in this space, not to mention that they also have a lot of backing from the government. The government is their client. The government in many cases wants Boeing to succeed and it's not a bad client to have or a bad customer to have. I totally get that there are issues with this company. I'm not trying to downplay that. What I'm saying is that if you're looking at a stock like Boeing, maybe that's the thing that you weigh, right? You weigh that this company has a revamp or a shift in their management. They're able to kind of fix things on the culture side and in the company side. And if you believe that's the case, without a doubt, I think you are looking at a very, very attractive share price today. With the shares trading at $120, again, a price to sales multiple of one, essentially. I think that it's one that we should have on the radar. But uh, that right there, guys, is my three stocks that I am liking in today's video. Honestly, the first two stocks are the ones that I'm really liking. So I've been adding to both of those stocks. Boeing is a stock that I have not personally added. I don't think I've ever owned Boeing, but it is one that jumps onto my radar. During times like this where the market is dropping, when you look around, you're gonna see a lot of opportunities, a lot of ideas, more than just three. These are just three that I've covered in this video, but there are a ton of other ones that I think are exciting that should be on the watch list. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel because I'm gonna be posting more videos with more stock ideas for you guys. If you did enjoy the video, do leave a big thumbs up and don't hesitate to let me know down in the comment section below what you think of the selections today. And of course, last but not least, as always, that first link and the pinned comment down below is for our Investing Academy. The Investing Academy is a place for Canadians, specifically for Canadians, for DIY investors, for people who want to invest alongside with the community with 100 plus hours of trading programs. We actually have two brand new courses that are being added into the course library to complement everything that's already there. Two new courses, one on passive income investing, ETF investing from Cornell, as well as we have one on the Smith Maneuver brought to you by and created by the founders of the Smith Maneuver, Robinson. His dad was the founder of the Smith Maneuver. We're putting together some training that is basically taught from the source on this strategy that you can use to leverage the equity in your home. But you'll learn all about that and more if you do join us here at the Investing Academy, that first link down below. As always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.